this is Melissa Lane, and you're listening to the Lifecraft Podcast, where we will be bringing you new insights, awareness, and tools to create a fulfilling life. Hello and welcome to today's very special Women's Day episode of the Lifecraft Podcast. My name is Melissa Lane and I will be your host today. The theme of today is feminine energy and I'm going to be talking about all things feminine energy, understanding the difference between feminine and masculine energy, as well as giving you five practices that you can use just to tap into your feminine power when you feel the need to. So firstly, I have a question for you. What do you think would happen on the planet if women were secure and felt good about themselves? So many women these days have been put into a role where we are meant to make ourselves smaller. We feel not good enough. We compare ourselves to other women and to what society deems fit for us. And I think that there would be a revolution on this planet if women are empowered and if women feel secure in themselves. Not only for women, but for men as well, because man is born of woman. So when women are empowered, it empowers all of us. So I want to dive into the difference between feminine and masculine energy. Maybe you have heard about these archetypes and you've been wondering what they are. And you kind of, a lot of people I know, tie them to genders. Feminine and masculine energy has absolutely nothing to do with genders. It's just the difference in energy and you can see it in nature all around you. So if you think of something really active, something that has external energy, assertion, domination, left brain, logical thinking, certainty, cause and effect, really hard and forceful, that's usually the masculine energy. If you think about something patient, passive, receptive, more of an internal energy, an introspection, a compassion, nurturing, right brain, intuitive thinking, creativity and synchronicity and a soft, that is usually feminine energy. So you can maybe use those examples to think about things in your life that convey that energy. It could be in nature, it could be a person, it could be an inanimate object. Everything has that vibration of either being feminine or masculine. You'll see it in the yin and yang. Yin is usually the feminine energy and that's what it represents and yang is usually the masculine energy and the balance of the two as well as the two parts inside of each of the other, that is exactly what we are made of. We are made of both masculine and feminine energy and I think a lot of times we think we need to embody the one and that's like we stick to that but that is not necessarily the case, especially in the modern world where we get encouraged to kind of be in both, in your masculine as well as in your feminine, just knowing when to use them. So I know Tony Robbins talks about it a lot. When you show up to a situation or when you're creating something or when you have to do something in business, what energy are you using to show up in your relationship 
in that business deal, when you're creating, that'll make such a big difference. So I know there are a lot of boss babes listening to this and you might be thinking feminine energy is soft and passive and I don't want to be that. I want to build an empire. I want to hustle. And that's why I wanted to add this. You don't have to choose. You can be both, but there is a power in knowing how to activate the one when you need it. So usually we embody a predominant one. So you're either predominantly masculine or predominantly feminine. In my own case, naturally, I am a very feminine person. It takes a lot of effort for me to step into my masculine. And if I operate in my masculine for a long time, it kind of drains me. So what I mean by that is I don't like being too assertive. I really don't like dominating, being very rigid and things like that. Then I go out of balance and I become forceful. I become anxious. I become very emotional because that's not my natural energy that I go about in. What I do like doing is being very nurturing, going within, introspection, compassion, flowing, being creative. That is kind of where my, my, my essence lies. So when I embody that most of the time, I'm kind of in flow. My body is happy. My mind is happy. I am happy. And that's why I wanted to talk to you guys. If you want to embody your feminine energy more, this episode is for you. So now that we've seen the difference between the feminine and the masculine energy, and you understand that we have both, there are major differences. They are definitely the polar opposites of each other, but you can choose which one you want to operate in. And that it's got nothing to do with gender. Let's get into a couple of practices that you can use to really embody the feminine energy. So if we think about the feminine energy, I'm just going to repeat this. It's patient, passive. It's an internal energy. It's nurturing. But when it is out of balance, it usually shows up as needy, confusion, martyrdom, always giving, 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 but never knowing how to receive, as well as depression. While the masculine, which is out of balance, is usually very forceful, domineering, rigid, anxious, those types of things. I think if we look at the world at large, we can definitely see that with patriarchy, there is a lot of unhealed, unbalanced masculine energy in the world systems. So not necessarily that's the dominating energy of the world, but in the systems that we constructed, it's not really a balance of the female and the masculine and the feminine energy. It's more a domination of the unhealed, unbalanced masculine energy that is going about. And I think that the more we empower women to understand themselves, to understand their feminine energy, understand masculine energy, the more we'll start healing those wounds. So remember, man is born of woman. So when woman heals, it empowers all of us. But I think let's get into a couple of practices. So I'm just going to take you through five practices that can bring you into your feminine power immediately. I love using these. A lot of times in my everyday life, I like doing my work, like admin, like project management, getting things done, the hustle in my masculine, really focused, not very emotional, very clear-minded, logical thinking, left brain, concentration, certainty, 
cause and effect, that type of thing. I like to operate in that. But when I am at home just chilling or when my partner comes around and I want to be able to be receptive to his masculine energy, I like going into my feminine where I feel more creative. As well, I do it when I have to do any creative type of projects. I love going into my feminine. Like before I started this podcast episode, I put on a wrap on my head. I made myself some tea. I put on my, my lamp. I'm sitting on the ground. I've got nice loose flowy clothes on and I'm in a really relaxed environment with some incense going because I wanted to embody my feminine energy when I spoke to you now and not my masculine. It's small things like that that make a really big difference long term. So let's get going with the first one. The first one that I would say that you can start using to embody your feminine power is connecting with your body. Usually we live from the neck up, especially in the age of information. We tend to be very logical, thinking, 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 either living in the past, which is just a thought, or living in the future, which is also just a thought. And we don't really connect to our bodies. And I found that it's such an amazing practice to become aware and connected with your body. And one of the things that happens then is something that we call intuition. Intuition is the senses of our body communicating with us. So I'm going to give you an example of if you are in a situation and you start to feel unsafe, say you're walking down the street and you're a woman alone, all of the girls will understand the terror that that brings and it's dark and it's night and you hear something that makes you feel uneasy. You'll feel that in your gut. It won't be your logical brain thinking this is unsafe. You'll feel it in your gut. If you come around someone that you really like and it's say you get caught off guard, what do you feel? Butterflies in your stomach. When you are in a situation and someone makes you feel uncomfortable, your skin might crawl. So your body is constantly communicating things to you and that's what we call our intuition. It's this deep knowing that is in our body and our body communicates through the senses. So there are amazing ways that you can get grounded into your body, into your intuition. Um, it's, it's something as simple as meditating for a couple of minutes a day. 10, 15 minutes a day can really get you connected and grounded into your body. Then other things like doing breath work. Doing breath work is an amazing way to get connected to your body. If there's something that connects you to your body, it's your breath. Other ways that you, other ways that you can connect to your intuition is also becoming quiet and journaling, seeing what comes up. And then the last thing that I want to say when it comes to connecting with your body and tapping into your intuition is absolutely listening to it. Listening to it. That is the key. Even if you don't follow the impulses of your body, just be honest with yourself and say, yes, I feel uncomfortable in this situation. I am not acting out of my authenticity. I feel that I should not be doing this. I'm going to do it anyway, but my intuition is saying no. 
just being that honest with yourself is such a powerful place to be. You have no idea. That makes that little intuitive voice louder and stronger the next time it happens. So hopefully by that time, you'll be able to take action because it is something that we were all born with. Um, we can all feel it in our everyday lives, but we kind of get taught to not listen to it. Uh, in Woman Who Runs With a Wolf, she really covers that in a beautiful way. She says it's your instinctual nature as a woman, and we kind of suppress that to fit into what society has told us to be and to do and, and how we should act. And when we tap into that intuitive power, that wild woman inside of us, it's really an amazing, amazing thing that happens. You'll start hearing your intuition a lot louder and you'll be able to follow the impulses a lot quicker. So remember that the first thing is connect to your body. And when you connect to your body, you'll connect to your intuition. Secondly, one of my favorite ways to just bring myself back into my feminine power is to get moving. Moving energy is feminine energy. I want you to think about things like the ocean, hurricanes, the moon phases. It's all changing. It's moving. It is kind of chaotic, but that's what feminine energy is. It's a beautiful, beautiful dance between being wild and being wise. And what I want to encourage you is moving your body, sweating, especially moving your hips. If you want to really get into your feminine energy, move your hips, dance, do yoga, do stretches, go for a walk in nature. That is something that is going to get your feminine energy moving. Remember, masculine energy is more stagnant and rigid. Feminine energy is moving and flowing. So think about that next time you really feel like you're stuck in your mind and you want to drop down into your heart and into your body, move it, sweat it out, but do movements that aren't really rigid and controlled. That's why I mentioned things like dancing, walking, moving your hips, stretching, and yoga. Those types of things, or just shaking out your body. Something that's not very controlled is an amazing way to tap into your feminine power quickly. Put on some good music and dance, babe. Whether it's in your car, whether it's at home alone, whether it's in front of your partner, get your kids to dance with you. I usually get my dogs to dance with me in the kitchen. They know when they, when they come into the house and they hear the music playing, it's usually me trying to get into my feminine so that I can be my best self for the rest of the day because I'm done with my masculine. It served its purpose that I can just enjoy being me. Next up is one that I have noticed with my clients is the hardest one for them to do. And I think as women, this might be one of the hardest. And I'd really like to know what you guys think in regards to this. So remember to tag me and to leave a review, especially around number three. And that is receive. Full stop. Receive. If you want to get into your feminine power quickly and profoundly, you need to learn how to receive, especially the woman. We don't get taught how to receive. And 
We usually grow up in a culture where it is seen as a virtue if we give so much of ourselves that there's kind of, well, nothing left. And I've listened to woman after woman talking about their parents, their partners, their business partners, their co-workers in a sense of they are giving and giving and giving to that other person so much that they feel resentful, they feel empty, and they feel like they can't give anymore. And it's usually quite an uncomfortable conversation because then I know that they are so focused on giving, which is a masculine energy principle, that they don't know how to receive. And I really want to encourage you to learn how to receive. Make a decision to receive. Be receptive to all of the places and all of the opportunities and all of the events that allow you to receive. Receive a compliment. Don't try and make it less. So if someone says, you look beautiful today in that dress, don't say, oh, well, I got it on sale or, oh, well, this is actually an old one and you wouldn't believe that there's actually a hole somewhere. Just say thank you. Just say thank you and receive that. If someone wants to give you a gift, don't try and give something in return. If your partner wants to give you a hug or wants to give you a compliment, take that. If someone wants to give you something like a material object or or some of their time, receive that. If someone wants to give you pleasure, receive that, but with a mindset of being receptive. And not a mindset of, oh my goodness, I wonder what I have to give in return. I'll have to do something for them now. I don't deserve this. You have to let go of that if you want to embody your feminine power. If you want to have a balanced feminine, you need to be able to receive. So remember to make that a decision. Something practical that you can do to learn how to receive is breath work. I encourage you to do breath work or meditation to learn how to receive. Really focusing on taking in your breath and really receiving that. You can imagine as you're doing breath work, as you're breathing deeply in through your nose and out through your mouth, that you're receiving love and that you're exhaling gratitude. Just that. In with the love And exhale with gratitude, not exhale with love, exhale with something, just gratitude. Learning how to receive something as simple as a breath can be a very transformative practice for you to embody that feminine energy that's inside of you. Next up, number four. Oh, it might be one of my favorites. I think they're all my favorite, but this one is really one that I absolutely love and it's indulge your senses. So number one, we had to connect with our bodies and I really want you with number four to start indulging your senses. Now you might be thinking, Melissa, what do you mean by that? I mean, take those five senses and embrace them. When you're walking, go walk barefoot outside on the grass and really feel the grass beneath your toes. Feel the sun on your body. Spray yourself with a scent that just makes you feel good. Use essential oils. Use incense. Really breathe it in. When you're wearing clothes, wear clothes that make you feel good and that fits your body well and that makes you feel just beautiful. And then small things like touch. When you're touching something, be present, 
feel how it feels. When you're giving your partner a hug, feel their body. When you are laughing, really enjoy that laugh. When you're looking at a sunset, be there, be present and enjoy that. A lot of times women deny ourselves pleasure. So we can't indulge our senses. So we can't be in our feminine. Because the feminine, as I said, is receptive. So learn how to take in and how to enjoy everything, all the sensations that are going around around you. We take in the world around us through our senses. And the, there is there are not a lot of things as beautiful as a woman who really enjoys something who is indulgent in something. If you eat food, make sure it's food that lights you up and you enjoy every single taste. When you kiss your partner, enjoy the sensation. When you hug your child, really hug them. Smell that beautiful head of hair of theirs. When you're playing with your dog, feel their fur between your fingers. Really indulge in your senses. Look at the world around you. See the beauty. See the beauty of the things that you might see every day and you've forgotten how beautiful it or they are. It's a powerful way to just bring you back into your feminine and it's quite fun, just to be honest. Then the last one, number five. There are actually so many, but I just wanted to keep it at five. But this one's really powerful and I know that if you start embodying this, you will drop into your feminine power really quickly and that is be playful. There is something beautiful about a woman who is playful. A woman who is stuck in a masculine energy is very, very serious. And I know a lot of you are thinking, but I need to be strong and I need to be serious. And if I don't do things, then nothing is going to get done. And for you, that may be true at that moment. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life or what to do, but I want to encourage you, whatever you do, try and bring an element of playfulness in that. Little girls are playful. Women who fall in love at the beginning of a relationship are playful. We tease, we play, we make fun of things, we make light of things. And it's an amazing, powerful concept to be playful. Women have this power in them to take any situation and make light of it, make it feel better, warmer, just more radiant. And the the way that they do that is by being playful. So I want to encourage you to play more. Even if you're in a situation where you need to be the boss, you need to hustle, you need to get things done, you need to get the kids in bed, maybe that's not the time to tap into your feminine. Maybe be masculine. That's fine in that moment. But in between, I want to encourage you to really tap into your feminine by being playful. And one of the ways that I love doing it is in water. In the yoga traditions, they say that a woman who plays in water changes her mood. And I found that it is such a relaxing way for me to just change my mood from a very serious, very masculine or a very unbalanced feminine into a powerful feminine where I feel happy and radiant and vibrant and just alive. Is playing in water drawing yourself a bath and not just lying there, but actually swishing around a bit, having fun with the bubbles, putting in essential oils and some really nice salts. And then other ways that you can do it is playing in a pool, 
just letting a shower water run over you, but not just standing there stagnant, but moving your body, maybe putting on some music outside of the shower and dancing while you're in there. It's a very great way to be more playful. Then being creative. Creativity is how we play. It's how adults play. So be creative, create things that are not things that you should be doing. You know, that list of shoulds, that you should be doing. It's something completely different. If you want to paint, paint. If you want to play music, play music. If you want to sing, sing. Just do something that is playful for you. Then next up, make light of things. Make fun of your partner. Play with your kids. Tease them a little bit, but in a nice way. Make like play with your pets and kind of tease them in that that fun, girly way. Just embrace that for moments in your day. You'll see that you will drop into your feminine in an amazing way. And if you practice all of these, you'll see that they'll become part of your life. It's it might sound daunting, especially if you've like me been stuck in your masculine energy for quite some time. I had a tough childhood. I grew up with a single parent, no father. I did not have a lot of men around, so I had to fend for myself. And I want to encourage you that if you feel that way, start practicing these things like I did. They are going to become a part of who you are. They are going to become habits. They are going to be tools that you can just fall back on when you need to just breathe and just flow and just be creative and I hope that this served you and I hope that on this Women's Day, you really take the time to embrace everything that is a woman, whether doesn't matter what gender you are, it doesn't matter how you identify yourself. Woman is a certain archetype and I hope that you honor her and I hope that you embrace her and I hope that you love on the woman in your life. And I hope that if you're a mother, be a mother to all. If you're a daughter, be a daughter to all. If you're a sister, be a sister to all. And just enjoy this journey that is womanhood with me. If there are any takeaways that you had from this episode, please let me know. Tag me at at Melissa underscore Lane underscore wellness. Otherwise, tag at the lifecraft. Take a screenshot of this episode and then leave us a review. I'd really love it if you subscribed as well. And if there are any other future topics you'd like us to cover, any other things you'd like us to talk about, please let me know. Uh, this platform is created for you, the listener, and we'd love to bring you things that are going to enhance not only your life, but you and the world in general. Have a beautiful Women's Day. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to share your takeaway or something you heard that motivated or inspired you, we would love it if you would subscribe to our channel, leave a review and tag at the lifecraft on Instagram. Also feel free to let us know who you'd like to see appear on this show in future. We enjoy bringing you interviews from experts and everyday people so that they can talk about their experiences and share information, tips, and what has worked for them on their journey towards a better life. However, remember that the opinions or advice of our guests and myself, the host, should not be taken as personal, actionable advice and is given as general information and education only. 
please always remember to consult a qualified professional before implementing any medical, financial, legal or other advice that you believe might work for you. Lifecraft is not responsible nor liable for your decision when implementing anything you hear on the podcast. Please listen and act responsibly. The opinions of our guests do not represent the opinions or views of Lifecraft or Melissa Lane personally and are meant as information and general education only.